everybody, this is Darion from Living Life Fearless. Today's date is June 15, 2018. Welcome back to another episode of Music Files. With me today is, oh, well, back again, my <laughs> co-host, Mr. Walker. Say what up to everybody. What's good, everybody? Thank you for being here. Artist D. Walker, Therese Walker, all of that stuff. But yeah, Music Files. There's been a lot of music since the last time we talked that dropped. I mean, a fair amount, but... Yeah, we're going to get into it. I don't know. I've, I've heard everything, but I'm excited to talk about a few projects. So, so last time we talked, Pusha T just dropped his uh, album. We were on the verge of, you know, the whole Yeezy season. And now, yeah, we're right in the middle of it. But yeah, before we talk about albums, we haven't talked about, obviously, Kanye West and Kid Cudi and Kanye West's joint project. We got to talk about Drake's no response. <laughs> True. So, we ended our shit with Yeah, we talked about Pusha's their whole beef and back and forth. The story of Adidon. And how Pusha went so crazy at him and you know, we both assumed that Drake would have to respond to that. And yeah. it's been what, two weeks? Over two weeks now and I lost track. I don't I, I stopped caring after a week. And so. he basically he got other people running around telling him that he telling everybody else he that he's other not releasing. People out here, he got he got okay. He had to enlist. We got to get right to that though. We got to get right to that. He had to enlist Prince. You know what I'm saying? To come. How how does Jay Prince have a book, a uh, promotion tour, at exactly the time when Drake <laughs> needs good press? Like, I mean, but most people talks don't about know Drake. that Drake and Jake Prince are associated, unless they're like hip hop heads. But like every interview was only about oh, that, Drake, yeah. and, and then he's, oh yeah, and my book. I mean, it's know. perfect for his book because when I started seeing the interviews, I'm like, yo, why the fuck is Jake Prince doing interviews? I'm like, yo, he never does interviews ever. For real, you never hear him talk or say much. And then like, oh, oh, he has a book coming out. Oh, okay, but this whole interview, like. Thirty, like ninety percent of it is about the Drake and Pusha situation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I guess you gotta get people to click and sell your book somehow. For real, but here's the thing too about that is just the stuff that he said, particularly about this Drake and Pusha T beef, has like sent everybody else like into a frenzy about this beef. Like now it's like, oh shit. Okay, so Jay Prince stopped it. He was like, we had a track. He said it was too vulgar. He didn't want him to start throwing muck around in the pig pen. He didn't want Drake to ruin his Sounds brand. Sounds like a cop-out to me. He said that. Sounds like a cop-out. But out Jay Prince me. is not one to lie. Okay, Jay but Prince do you really believe every... he had a career-ending this? Like, come on, bro. I mean, for Kanye, maybe. Nah. First of all, you can't end Kanye's career. Second of I all, know, bro. he doesn't have enough to say about Pusha T. He doesn't have to. He wanted to take. He wanted to take good music down and and ruin this whole shit. What if What if Drake said boycott good music at when Scorpion comes out? Then ha- they would lose mad sales. Who's They'd be do like, that? don't listen to it. They'd be like, who's, don't listen who's to it until July. Boycotting Kanye West's music. Why not? Why not? Who? Yeah, but nobody asked anybody to. Nobody. Nobody. Music or competitor wise. Yeah, remember when Kanye. Credit, bro. Nah, talking. but remember when Kanye and Fishy? Remember when Kanye and Fifty did the sales thing, and then yeah, Kanye it was a sales won? thing. Yeah, but I'm saying that's the same competitiveness, and it was like fans drove the the outcome. 
I'm saying a similar thing. Could Different happen. day and age, but bro. That was when people were going out and buying CDs, though. I know. That's a different day, for sure. So it's not like I have to go out there and like not buy his CD. Like, yo, it's on the streaming servers. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> I'm not going to click play? Like, come on. Drake don't got uh, that much pull, bro. Like, he going to stop me from clicking that play button? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nah, I can't do it, maybe. man. I can't do it. I can't press his play. Man. I can't press play, man. Drake said no, man. Like, come I mean, on. Like, there the is a topic, here. though. That there is a topic online about whether, like, Kanye has basically tainted all the projects, so now people are like, I saw an ad and like a headline, like some dumb shit. They were like, "Should we like look at Nas's project different because of Kanye?" And I was like, "What?" I was like, "Ah, I don't want to," but now you put that thought in my head. Like, <laughs> their sales seem to be doing fine to me. I don't hear too many people. What do you mean fine? Kanye for a Kanye album, it's a flop. For a Kanye album, how you say that? For everybody else, it's good. Yeah, it is. What is? That's like, what do you sell? Like a hundred thousand first sold. week? I don't know the numbers. Yay, yay doesn't do numbers like that. That was a low number for his well, album. We're gonna talk about yay in a second, but for yay that project, we're gonna get that to was yay in a second. Number. We're talking about Drake right now. <laughs> right. So Drake get back on top. No response. Jay Prince. Okay, he said there's a career ending. This, I think he had something. Probably not career ending. Definitely not career ending. But. I could see it would have just been dope. Honestly, I wanted to have the vulgar shit. I want the. Back I've and heard. Forth. Let's see it. Let's see it. Come on, you yeah. talking about you this and that, and you know, this is the first so, time here's the he thing. took a real hit. I would say. But here's the thing: since we're talking about that, I want to put this thought out there. So Pusha T started this with an album cut, right? Yeah. Drake's supposed to release an album on June 29th. You think he's gonna wait? He might, he might just end it with an album cut. Well, cause Jay Prince, so the word is Jay Prince just didn't like the way Drake was gonna respond, like how, how he was sounding. So he said like, so I think Drake changed it and still has something on the project. I hope so, cause it makes, cause I hope so, cause it making Drake look real bad right now. The way he just kind of, it's making him look so bad. So bad. Didn't answer any of the questions, didn't, you know, like, bro. People got real. People had real questions after this. Is the first time I've ever seen him like really take a hit because people had he's like dodging. real questions, like personal questions about him. Like he's just addressing weird shit. And he hasn't like addressed music none video of it. for "I'm Upset." He dropped. He dropped a video. <laughs> first of all, I don't even like the song, so I was. Drake is the king it. of dropping a dope video for mediocre music. It's crazy. <laughs> he be dropping mediocre song. songs, let's be a, let's be and then the video song. kills it. And you're just like, shit. I'm upset. Okay, bro. Like, you should be upset. You just took the biggest hit of your career. And, you, and you, you're not even responding. Like, you bowing out. So, so I mean, at times, you sound Dallas like a Drake stand. So, are you giving him a pass on this? Um, Not until the album. So, you're going to wait till the album? I got to wait till the end of June. No, he lost. The, he basically lost this beef. And so, if we're going by what? Like Drake, the rules he set up for himself, basically. Then he lost. He took an L because he he only he's not addressed the beef basically, except for like the one time he fucking said that he was an actor back in the day, and that's where the pictures came from. And <laughs> I was trying to blah blah blah. He I hope you all enjoyed the circus. Shut the, the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? 
fuck are you talking about? I hope you, I know he, y'all he enjoyed wrote the circus, a letter, but... bro. This is how bad this man just got hit, bro. He wrote a and letter, And then you bro. send Jay Prince? How are you going to send the boss of all bosses to talk for you? So nobody can say anything? Nobody can ask Jay Prince a real question. Nobody can be like, but, you know, dot, dot. They'd be like, oh, okay, OG. Jay Prince, I can't, I can't even, you can't he, come at him. Everybody's scared of him. He got so, so bad. My man got relegated to writing a PR letter, bro. That's terrible. He didn't after, respond. After sorry, a bro, fake a PR letter, like bro, <laughs> oh, he got bro. people sending him invoices. Y'all see how corny got, that he is? He got people sending come him on. invoices. Do people not see how corny that is. That's corny as fuck. Like, come on, bro. that's hilarious. That's why he's getting fucked up with that. That's why niggas are sending him an invoice. Like, oh yeah, cut me the check for Ghostwriter, <laughs> nigga. Like, <laughs> and Man, then everybody looks into it. Disappointing, bro. It's I was crazy. expecting a real back and forth. It looks so. It looks. It looks crazy. Dude, I was really looking forward to real back and forth finally, and this is what I'm just shocked. You got a letter. I'm just shocked. I don't want to hear about Drake is about this and about this no more. You know how he really? I know he really got hit because if you read the comments, all his little stands are freaking out, talking about all. You push your team, he said drank. Needs to thank Drake for even making it relevant. Nobody knew who he was before the time. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? Niggas been know who Pusha T was. Yeah, but Drake been know who Pusha T was. Like people know who fucking Ben was. Just just cause your man ain't about it. No, just just don't bring up that he's about that life like that. That's what I'm saying though. I was just like, how are you gonna be like free smoke, nigga? You came, you, you free came smoke, free smoke. smoke. <laughs> My nigga, King Push blew that shit out the water. Like, fuck your smoke, nigga. Like, I'm burning the forest down. Like, ain't no free King smoke push. out here, man. You already yeah. getting smoked, man. That's disappointing. Your your little smoke can't hang. That's like you smoking cigarettes and we're smoking cigars. It's, like this is a cohiba. It's like it's like <laughs> it went from damn like. Okay, now we're about to get some real bad. Like, damn, should we start feeling bad for Drake? Because he went so hard at him now, like, that type of shit. Like, that Stop. letter type of, like, you'll feel Nobody's bad. Nobody's feeling bad shit, for Drake. Nobody should feel bad for Drake. People are, like, feeling bad now because he got hit so hard. Like, that's sad, bro. He's supposed you to be that guy. No, nah, he'll get hit if, if his core fans leave him after this album. That's what's going to happen. That's like, that's like if Dre made that diss he did when he talked about leaving, you know, Comes in the baby yeah. seat and shit like that. And then Nas <laughs> came back with the letter explaining that he wasn't with that chick no more. And da da Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like on that level, bro. Like, if he did some no. shit like that. Uh, corny, is bro. It though? Yo, I wouldn't. I love Nas. I would respect Nas out of that shit, bro. If you did some I don't know shit if like it's that, like, quite the bro, same. You, this man just talking it's, about your mom, bro, and your pops, and you wrote a fucking Yeah, but letter. they did like, full album oh, cut diss tracks. They did full album cut diss tracks. Like, it was one whole track dedicated to one person. Ethers Drake did still it. still the greatest, one of the greatest Push did tracks it. Ever. Imagine but if he they did weren't it come on out albums. Ether. Ether's crazy. Ether was, like, disrespect. So, I feel like Drake was coming with some Ether, and Jay Prince was like, Drake, that's not your brand. That's... You don't talk like that. Like, <laughs> whoa, homie. What are you... You about to say, what about who? He ain't oh, you bringing smoke, bro. He ain't all that free smoke shit. He ain't well, the problem smoke, was bro. Drake was going to... What Drake was going to do was run all the way around Pusha and just and just create a tabloid frenzy with, like, Kim and Ye and fucking probably a lot of 
the inner workings of, of Kanye's life, which is odd because I'm sure he knows more than we think he does. I mean, they live next to each other, so probably. So that's why I'm talking about career because it might be really private shit. He could have like had private shit in there. That's what I'm saying. I think he was gonna go for the. I'm gonna fucking make this about everyone Me around and you West, like, and how you're the president of some shit of a sinking ship. He's like, so that's what I'm gonna. That's what he would probably. That's uh, that's his take because he can't. I mean, he can't come after the team. I mean, no, he, that's what I'm saying. Drake would make it a sinking ship by killing Kanye and making everything he touches Kanye trash. Too big, bro. But he can't do it. I'm just saying. Y'all give Drake too me. much credit. Y'all give Drake way too much credit. And it's I'm just, just saying he didn't that do that. This man ain't untouchable, bro. Period. Everybody can get touched. Period. Everybody Y'all let us know what you think about Drake running away from this fight, man. Is this cool? Or, like, are you going to give him, like, are y'all going to give uh, him a pass until the album to see if he says something? No, it's I'm not crazy. giving him no passes out here. Pusha T slapped him back into wheelchair Jimmy, though. Like, <laughs> he, did, he, did. he slapped him all the way back into the Degrassi, dog. Like, come on, bro. He's doing everything I did not want. Like, he's going the opposite direction. Of... Oh, this shit God. turned out real disappointing. Y'all let us know in the comments what you thought about it. So, speaking of the easy season, we have, we did not talk about Kanye West's Yay because I think it just dropped like right after we finished podcasting, basically. So, yeah, you can go ahead and start. Give your opinions. Uh, a lot of you guys can already read my opinions because I did my Kanye West Yay reaction already. But, yeah, uh, tell me what you thought, man. Well, I mean it's Yay, so. I mean, you just before I went to the project, I was like, all right. I was just thinking about the last like two or three that he did. So they're like obviously completely different than everyone's like quote unquote classics. They you know graduation and you know like late registration. Those are the ones everyone like really loves. My beautiful but dark twisted fantasy. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy it's is a perfect album. Well, because of the fucking everything around it. He wrote that out like a madman, like a genius. I mean, honestly, I I wish he would have done something like that. Like, I wish there were movies with these seven-parters. What if there was a short film for all these these short shits? That would have been sick. Like, what happened to that, Ye? But anyway, back to Ye, the album. (laughs) It It was honestly... I guess I'm left disappointed. I'm left disappointed. But I guess I didn't expect him to make a good album because everyone said he just decided that he wanted to have one too. Like, oh, I'm I'm going to have an album too. And then he redid the entire yeah, he album. The entire album like a day before. <laughs> well, three three or four times. He did it two weeks before and then did he it like... It after TMZ shit. And that was like a week before that one came out. Yeah. And he was doing it at the at the release party. And he shot the apparently album he was on the way to the release party. Yeah, exactly. So, um, in terms of direction, I wasn't expecting much, and I it had none. And honestly, I think some of it was cool, but a lot of it felt like it should have just been a skit that led up to like a really good song, like like the first song. I think it's the first song, or no, maybe it's not the first song. But I thought about killing you or whatever. The first it was. song. Yeah. So he that wasted song? that entire first half of that beat by just talking. To me, Why that was did like you, one of the best It's seven tracks. Album. It's seven tracks. And I was like, that's real, yay, but that's not like you could you could 
you could have done a little bit better. It was great, but not it wasn't it wasn't fantastic. Like it wasn't yay. It wasn't yay. It was good, but not great. Um, it was good for anybody else, but anybody for Kanye else. West, this was but, his worst project by far for me. Um, yeah, like you said, that's disappointing for a seven-track album to feel this directionless is an accomplishment in itself. Like, you only have seven tracks to work with. You tell me you can't come out with, like, a concise thought or coherent thought through seven tracks. Right? He probably could have had an amazing album if he would have just kept all the albums he Um, made and just took, like, the best parts instead of remaking all the shits. I mean, if there was some idea that he was, like, trying to, like, play on his mental instability and like bipolarism by bouncing around from idea to idea like he did on the album it makes sense but yeah. it no that doesn't even feel like that's what he's going for this is just kind of what it came out as mm-hmm. and I mean most of the album really felt like almost an extension of the life of Pablo didn't like necessarily a brand yeah. new direction because every album he's done typically feels like a completely brand new direction and like sound than what he did yeah. before. Like really can't compare his albums to each other like at all. Yeah. And this one really feels like an extension of the life of Pablo. And like it kind of feels like I mean, to life of Pablo he went to Hawaii. He kinda of did the same thing. He went to Hawaii with a bunch of people. Yeah. Had him fly in mm-hmm. and out and like kinda of janked together a project that just kept like never getting like not re edited and shit like that. Yeah, it was so weird. I had listened to, like, a couple versions. I have, like, three versions. There's, like, five of... or six versions out there of, like, Life of Pablo. And it's crazy. Yeah, man. Ultra Light Beams. I probably have, like, four or five versions of Ultra Light Beams. <laughs> like, on my computer. I was like, oh, so this one, this version's dope. Chance has an extended part here. Like. <laughs> and that's, like, it feels like that same recording process because seven tracks the production does not mesh together. Like, there's, like, a strong switch from after, I want to say, like, maybe All Mine to, like, Mm -hmm. a completely different direction musically than, like, he started out as. And then, like, my biggest problem with it, like, the production is okay, is whatever wasn't, like, fantastic, by far not his best production. And, like, especially after following Daytona, it was felt lackluster compared to, like, the amazing shit he produced for Ade Tota. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> he spent, what, Definitely. three weeks basically PRing his album by talking crazy shit and, like, tweeting and, like, having this yeah. whole rant about everything he's saying, all his controversy about the shit he was saying. Right. So, you know, I go into the album expecting him to at least, I don't know, maybe address the shit you've been talking for, like, the last month, considering think- you rewrote your album. The mo- the I farthest think he, he goes he was good with Ti, the farthest he went to actually addressing what the fuck he said, at anything he said, was I um, wouldn't leave and like just talking about the situation with his wife, but not like yeah. specifically about the things he said and, and the ideas he put out there. So like, what's the point of free thought if you never even mm-hmm. decide to expand on your ideas or like really? think about the ideas that you're saying or instead you just say the shit and you act like <laughs> yeah. it never happened except oh it happened because I got into this trouble and this trouble and my wife told me to shut my mouth but she stuck with me anyways like that's literally yeah. the extent of him addressing any of the topics and shit that he brought up 
that three weeks. So yeah. it felt like, so that put me off even more because just felt like, oh, so that was just all the PR stick. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, and then I just be blurring it because I feel like he's trying to like sprinkle things into all the projects he's producing. He's trying to. So like, so I noticed when I went back to Daytona, I felt some, I like was like, oh, I missed that. And then there was like something in the Nas that I heard snippets of that I was like, oh, okay, there's some some crossovers. Especially in the Cuddy that we're going to talk about next, the kid Cuddy and Kanye. I mean, he just but, talked about like having mental issues and shit. Like, I was like, oh, that's my superpower. And that's like the most extended way he talks about mental health. Or, like, his, it was just a weak way. Kanye's way more in depth about. usually at anything, but he didn't go in depth at this all. Was I was like, so why is it so shallow. fucking? Yeah, so shallow. And I hate when people hype this shit up and talk like he actually said some like profound shit. Yeah. It's like. Everything he said was the shallowest version of anything I've ever heard come out of his mouth, bro. Bro, you know it's crazy, and that's how I know. I saw Act say some shit, and I, I ne- this is how I know I don't. I hate Act now. I used to think he was kind of cool and kind of said some shit. Cornball, but he, he, this nigga academic said that Kanye's new album had more substance than fucking eight oh eight. He said Sorry, this what? album. He said this album to him had more substance in it. Substance. And what yeah, substance are we talking about? Like, name I one have song no where he fucking clue, dog. I was lost. I was lost. I was like, did he say the album I thought he said? I was like, and he doesn't think 808 is one of his like top four. I'm like, changed right. everything in music, basically. I'm like, this nigga doesn't know shit about music. Like, I was like, he's really just a fan. Did you think he knew shit about music before? (laughs) Nah, I thought he had, I really thought he tried to have an objective opinion, but until he said some dumb shit like that about Kanye. And I was like, so you don't, oh, okay. Never mind. And I'm just like. He's around our age. I mean, he's maybe a year or two younger, but still. We all came up with Kanye, so I I really just, like, this is his only project that he's ever put out that made me like. Not want to go back to. I haven't listened to it since. Like I've heard it a couple times, and then like Kids Sea Ghost came out, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not going back to that." Or I'll just go back to Daytona. The way, like that's it. And like, so I probably rated it higher on my first reaction than I would rate it now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's just, this is his weakest album, bro. Like, this is his, by far his weakest project he's ever put out. It's the smallest and weakest body of work. I thought ever. I was going to hear like maybe some radical new music shit, like <sighs> at least some radical new thoughts and shit. Some story of saying some radical shit. Like, Jesus, people talk about a lot. But that was by far his most radical project he ever put out. And like the shit he Jesus. was saying, like he actually was saying something. That wasn't like some shallow level of depth or something. Like he was actually yeah going in to shit about it, he was talking about. And well, then the production slaves. was the most radical production he had too, where you can feel like yeah. the razor shit and like everything else. That felt like the type of album this should have been. Yeah, for real. Honestly, there was no. I don't. It was. It was confusing. But Kanye. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like he just wanted to get his out of the way. I just felt like he wanted to ride that PR wave. Yeah. You know, he's going to get all the streams from that. I mean, it didn't do good at the, like, 
sales immediate like raw sales but it's gonna stream really nice like no matter what i think if he would have actually addressed the shit that he was saying and like putting it out there in like a meaningful way yeah. the people that were like fuck kanye i'm not gonna listen to his shit after everything he said right they would have come around and been like okay i see what he was trying to say and blah blah blah, mm-hmm. blah. But because, like, you hear that, oh, he didn't talk about any of that shit. So it's like, see. Yeah. So now it's like, for them, it's like, see, I told you. He was just exactly. shit. I'm definitely not checking it out now. So that's, that's that would hurt his, like, yeah. his this album more than anything else to me. I mean, Joe Budden said that shit. <laughs> he said, I'm not going to listen to it. He didn't listen to it when it came out. And then he asked everybody, and they were yeah, like, oh. ask, he's like, I told you. Like, what did he say? Did you say anything? Like, yeah. No? Okay. Fucking told y'all. Like, yeah, exactly. Was that shit. Like, that's what it was, basically. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, okay. You were right. It's so, like, yeah. I was disappointed. Real disappointed. I'm disappointed. I mean, you guys let us know what you thought about Ugh. Yay, where this ranks in his catalog. It's so weird. It doesn't even feel like an album. Nah. Do you think it addressed anything that he actually brought up leading up to the album? Uh, I mean, yeah. Did, how often have you actually gone back to listen to it? Let us know. So, fast forward one week after that. he I will say he's done a good job of keeping with the release dates. I didn't think he was going he to be actually, able to actually yo, do that. That was the major thing. Are they going to come out? Are we going to get it? Because now it's like, oh, the Tiana album next is week. next. Yeah. yeah, so like the Nas album and the, oh, the Tiana, okay. So, I mean, he's done a good job so far and he... Put out Kids See Ghosts, his Kanye West and Kid Cudi joint album, the day they said it would. Um, yeah, it came out. I'll give my first impressions. It felt like more of a Cudi album than it did a Kanye album. Like yeah. his style definitely felt more influential to the whole project than Kanye's typical style, for sure. Because mm-hmm. um, it was like out there production. Like otherworldly, like crazy samples, crazy yeah. scents, and like more about not necessarily straight up rapping, but like more about mm-hmm. the melody and the vibes and feels it gives you. And he left the rapping more to the guests that they did have on the songs and stuff than like mm-hmm. actually themselves. But I would say it's well, it's definitely better than Yay. But I don't think it's still Daytona levels. Mm-hmm. But it was a vibe. It was definitely a vibe. Like, yeah, it's impossible. Not I mean, to I agree with you project. with that. Yeah, I agree with all of that. That everything you said. That's how I feel about it. Like, pretty much. I feel um, like if you don't like Cuddy, you probably won't like this project. Yeah, you, this is for Cuddy fans, basically. Honestly, this album is for the Cuddy fans. They knew it, and we know it. Like, I didn't go to that album, like, oh, like, real interested in, like, oh, what's Kanye going to bring to it? I know what Kanye's going to do, and I know what Cuddy is capable of. I just want Kanye to listen to Cuddy. So, like, that's kind of what that sounded like, except it sounded like Kanye still wanted to get his part in. Yeah. Um, But it, it felt didn't, like, an like extra. it didn't work. Yeah, I was like, why are you forcing your vo- your vocals in on this part that doesn't work with the, like, the flow? Like... It didn't work. He kind of disrupted it a little bit, I feel like. I, I honestly just wanted him to produce Cuddy's album instead. 
He should have just produced fire. Cuddy. That would have been fire. But what also is cool, remember um uh the same artist that did this album art, uh Mirakami. He did uh one of Kanye's old albums. Was it uh, graduation? Graduation, yeah. Or, graduation. Yeah. It's the yeah. same style. I mean the artwork is fire. I'm not gonna lie. The artwork's fire. <laughs> this one, because honestly, uh Mirakami doesn't usually like right now he's real popular. He's blowing up again. He's he's been popular, but he's blowing up right now. But yeah, like that style, he usually doesn't do it loose and like atmospheric right now. He usually just has a bunch of his characters, yeah. and, like more more like the graduation cover, like but, real strong outlines and shit like that. Yeah, exactly. So when I saw the album cover, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's a miracle!" I was like, "Yo, that's fire!" I'm not gonna lie, like, fire. Cause it was that fire. shit is like, fire. Definitely yeah. draw to the cover art, and that Definitely. shit was fire for sure. Yeah, so, I mean, it's super yeah, stylistic, the super album experimental, um, super eclectic. Like the samples he took mm-hmm. and used, and like I don't know. Um, like you said, Kanye <laughs> felt like he was injecting, but on the one song was "Feel, Feel the Love." I liked when he injected. Oh, uh, that was that was the best I think. When he came in with melding like, super of both aggressive, of them. like yeah, 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 type shit, like without actually saying yeah. nothing, like that, like that shit got you like really feeling like about the. That was a strong shit. song. Like, yeah. That was a very strong song. I think that was one of the best times Cuddy and Kanye like equally like it was a cohesive sound. Mm-hmm. You know, like it wasn't like one overshined. It was like oh yeah, Cuddy's perfect on this. With the parts that he contributed. And I just love the features. Like the Willow and uh, Dej Loaf, right? I think. Well, they weren't official features, but the, the vocalists. I was about to say, I don't remember seeing them listed. Nah, nah. They won't be listed in for like another week or two, probably. But that's what Kanye's style is. Like, Drake just got listed as a writer for one of the songs. But they, he used some vocals of theirs. Yeah. I mean, Pusha T, obviously, Fire, Most Def was surprising to see him back on. Yeah, exactly, right? Was he in Wyoming? Is he allowed back in the country again? Um, I'm not sure. I think he is, but I'm still not sure. Didn't he retire? <laughs> we already talked about that. He's not retiring. But he said he's, he's not retiring. retiring. Why would he change his name back? Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Again, I was like, most deaf. I was like, ain't it Yazin Bay now? Like, yeah, or did he nah, retire Yazin Bay going deaf. back to most deaf now? Like, yeah, right. You know, most deaf is like one of the greatest hip hop names ever. And then why the fuck did you switch in the first place? But, anyways, yeah. <laughs> so that was a cool one. Louis Primo, I don't know who that was, but I mean, mm-hmm. they sounded good in the song. Yeah. Oh, I think that's uh, one of those old samples. Or was that a young? I don't. Oh, no, I don't remember. Feature. I don't think you put. Oh, I know. I think it's a post on. I think it's a a feature. I think he listed somebody that died. That was like an old person. Like old yeah, I just Google it. Yeah, it, they, they what's it called? Post on like, jazz swing, traditional pop, jumps. Yeah, uh, Italian American singer. Yeah, but I guess he was still giving a feature credit. Which was kind of yeah. I heard strange. that he. Um, Talk to their um foundation or their whatever it is, the like uh estate. And um yeah. I mean I this mean, is like the second time he's done that. I guarantee people have went and Googled his shit and streamed it and everything after this for sure. 
So. Oh, yeah. So, like, he gave them credit. They're all in it. And I think they wanted the feature credit and were down because they probably get more revenue. For sure. Than the sample payout draw. So, For they, sure. they're looking at the, the long term and getting residual as a feature. So, that's pretty smart. Congrats to them for getting on a decent Kanye track. Honestly, the way he he mixed it in was good. So, it was it was nice. But no, it was a fire album. Definitely fire album. Like I said, not for me, not on Daytona levels. Uh nah, cuz I wanted more. Incredible. And I I didn't just like loop it like I did Daytona. I just kept listening to it back and forth, back and forth, back. And, and forth. then again, like I mean, lyrically, <clears throat> obviously, it's not as heavily focused lyrically as it is just mm-hmm. sonically. More sound, yeah. And, Melody uh, and vibe. So it's more of a vibe then. But it's like a great... It's a great to go from like that to, okay, let me switch it up and go to here. Like, it's a great follow-up mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, we both agree. Second best project so far from Yeezy in the Yeezy yep. season. And mm-hmm. uh, you guys let us know what you thought about Kids See Ghosts. I mean, I don't have that much to really talk about it other than... It was a vibe, you know, uh, Cuddy vibe Pretty good. for sure. I missed Cuddy. Sounded like Man on the Moon. Cuddy back was was back. I was like, all right, cool. It's a vibe. Maybe a little Wizard mixed in. <laughs> I love Wizard. Some people don't. Wizard's my favorite album, like dog. For some reason, I love all love of that, Wizard. dog. If you turn on the Arrival and like as you're like getting ready or Wizard doing something. Oh my I god! Really understood why people were hating on it. Uh, uh that shit Indica is amazing. Cut is fire to me. I don't know why people act like that wasn't I, a fire album. Well, they're mad because Cuddy was experimenting. That's when he would just make a whole song, uh, uh, an instrumental, and I like maybe hum shit. at the end. Like that was fire, and I liked yeah. that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, because his like <laughs> instrumentals aren't like boring, but they like no fucking, exactly. Like, they set the mood and shit like so crazy. It's like how can you not like that shit? Yeah, so I appreciate how he satellite did. flight was absolute trash. I will give people that. Uh, <laughs> I was confused. I was like, "Wait, this is official?" No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> absolute trash. And I will say, Passion Pain was dope, but not Ooh, as not for me. Dope. That's like a lot of other shit. Yeah, but but man, this though, fire, of course, it made me want more though. I, yeah. Like I said, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, like okay. Kanye I just produced Cuddy sure. a, a Cuddy album instead. That would have been that would have been my my favorite. <laughs> that would have been the look for me, but fuck it. So today, I mean, the time right now is 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, and as of yet, we still don't have the official stream release of Nas's Kanye produced album, Nazir. Mm-hmm. Which has people actually absolutely raging on Twitter right now, talking about where the fuck is the album at? Uh, I was real yeah. disappointed when I woke up this morning and it wasn't up there. Um, Honestly, I was confused because I was like, "Wait, today's Friday, right?" I was like, "Okay, so the album is," and I was like, "Wait, I don't see it on this streaming platform." It's not on Let any streaming Google platform it. right now. <laughs> I was mad confused when I didn't see it on Spotify. Literally like, one hour ago, Juicy J, yo, where is the Nas album? I got weed nice. stuffed in juicy glass, ready to bake to this classic. So people are really confused. Like, yo, where the fuck is the album at? Like, we yeah. just heard it last night. Right. So, 
I mean, was the album listening party. There Swiss is. was I'm on sure. his gram, like, dancing. They're like, yo, it's tonight. We at we out here. I was like, okay. So they had the listening party. No, they had last night. I'm sure there are rips of that out there on the internet. If you yes, like there to hear are. that. But if you're like me and actually cares about your ears and the quality of shit that you listen to, I'm not touching that until I get the official stream. So, but I did hear, I did hear uh, the listening party. Most yeah. of it. And I'll say everything I heard so far just has me, I need to get this album because everything I heard sounded fucking fire. All I have to say though <coughs> is as expected, this is no shade push no shade i love Pusha t's album i love daytona it's the best album on good until the nas album came out <laughs> that's well, why it I hasn't come out yet that. so it's still the best album on good exactly that's why i said it. it's still it's the best album on good until the nas album drops i mean for me nas Woo! is always my top in my top three regardless like even if he's had some Subpar album, some subpar songs. Just him rapping is just like he's just a god MC. And just I love the way he raps. I love his style and shit like that. The way he raps, so like yeah. he's always top three for me. So for real, been highly anticipated. And from everything I heard from the stream, it definitely lived up to that and then some. Um, I am disappointed that it is only seven tracks. You give that seven yeah. track bullshit to yourself, Kanye. You give that shit to Pusha T. Like, don't care. But it's been six like, years since Nas released an album. It should have been ten. Like, should have been. Like, at we should have got 10. at least ten. At least. at least ten. Like, this is Nas we're talking about. Like, this ain't Pusha T. Uh, no offense, love Pusha, but seven's good for Push. Seven is perfect for Push, but that's why it was so amazing. It was like well contained. It was like for people who waiting six years for this. So I mean, it sounds like. Nas but he might be packing album. in. It might be dense. It's not like Nas had an album already, though, but two years ago. And yeah. It sounds like that got scrapped for this one. Mm. So, um, yeah, can't say too much about it because I don't can't go into each individual track. But I, there is a uh, I don't know. It's a wave, but it's. This building response to the album coming out is that people are like blasting him for Khalees's accusations that she made a while ago. Oh, I don't remember. About how they used mean, to like... like get into physical altercations. Oh, and... those. Oh, that's coming back. That's coming back now. Oh, I was like, that was like 10 years ago. Like, <laughs> I forgot all of So that's that. coming back and people are questioning. Oh, are we going to support an album by somebody that beats women or some, some basically along those lines? Yikes. Oh. Nas is going to get me too They're trying to. No, they can't me too Nas. They're trying to. With the Khalees story, though, that uh, that's not going to work. But here's my thing about her story is that she was saying we were both abusive to each other. wasn't like saying that she used to just beat my ass and like... But it was like, it's still a man. Yes. You know? So I don't know. It's not like a straight up just situation like that. But it is something that is like people are trying to bring back up as this album's coming out. Damn. Uh, 
Nobody, I hate that controversy. It's already bad enough that Kanye fucked up all the, like, just his name, his brand, just the words Kanye right now. So, like, Nas's album, and then you're, like, produced by Kanye, and you're like, oh, produced by, that sounds dope. But I'm not supposed to like him right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Breaking news, like, <sighs> Nazir has just dropped on title. Course. Okay. So, if so you Kanye's have title, not mad at Hove. Nah. So if you have title, <laughs> do I? You can uh, go listen to that. <laughs> I might get it though. Oh seven oh shake apparently is on the album too. So I guess she's she's like the new good music signing. Mm, so by designer, right? Yeah. Officially, yeah. you think it's official? What? Is designer off good? Nah, he's not off good. Cause I feel like his vocals would have been like real smooth on he, some of these shit. Yeah, he's not off good, but it is surprising that he wasn't like a part of any of these projects. Like his voice would float on some of this shit. Like kill it. Yeah. With the right arrangement. I mean, I just don't think he was even though he's pretty good, I don't, I'm not entirely sure that he was really part of that Kanye flow this time. Yeah. But he already said he was dropping later this year anyway, right? Yeah. I just feel like they missed the opportunity with him for sure. Because uh, he did drop that project, what, like a month before this even started? Like, Yeah. Months. And I was like, why didn't Kanye just do that one and then And fucking... then put it together. Yeah. Why don't you have a month and a half? Like, like fuck it. Like, you know? A real missed opportunity. Out. You could have put Desire out in this whole wave. Because you could have just pushed him back a month. Like, it's not like we were all like, oh, come on, designer. Like, he, it would have been a much bigger wave for the whole team. But he didn't. He, that was a big missed opportunity by good. Where's Pusha T's president bullshit when you need him on that? That's the good music president, I got to say, Pusha T. Yeah, that's a bad executive decision. Yeah. You just let designer do his own. What the fuck are you doing? Like, if you're going to do that to him, then let him put out more music. You know, hmm. if they're gonna treat him like a, a fucking you know SoundCloud rapper, then let him SoundCloud it <laughs> and drop a bunch of shit all the Rap time. Facts. You know, Nas album still not on Apple Music, so just title for the moment, which I don't have. Mm-hmm. We'll never have. I heard the interface is like one of the best, though. It's actually well, title. Really, yeah, I heard they have a really nice interface. Well, it should be for the price. Yeah, <laughs> but I might try the, the free trial, bro. I'm waiting <laughs> on something that'll really make me want to get the free trial. That's the ace. You I'm not even lie like I have any of these streaming services because I don't. Oh, I just been using Spotify for a minute, so I remember when it first came out. I was like, oh yeah, finally something I can curate. Well, instead of for the radio. So, I mean, by the time this podcast goes up, people should have already listened to the Nas album. So, you guys give us our opinion, you know, before we give you our opinions next time about Nazir, his album. Uh, was it worth the wait? Six years, seven tracks, is that enough? And uh, Kanye West, is that the right decision? Let us know in the comments. And, uh, yeah. So, we're off of Yeezy season at the moment. That's everything that came out so far that we did not talk about. But there were a lot more albums that came out, even outside of just his. And we're going to touch on a couple. Yeah. Um, 
So first and foremost, we're going to touch on Black Dot and his joint little EP he had with Ninth Wonder. Ninth Wonder, producer. It's only five songs, kind of short, sweet, like a lot of these projects coming out these days. It's like, hey, here you go. Here's my turn. Um, I think this is like one of his first like solo things. You know, he doesn't do. Yeah, I don't think he ever really has a solo. I can't think off the top of my head if he had a solo, but I can't remember him ever having a solo project. He's always been part of the roots. I don't know. I don't remember a solo project. That'd be lit though. But this five project joint was heavy. I mean, the first minute and a half. I was like shocked. I had to pause it and was like, holy shit. I was like, I'm getting bombarded with amazing bars right now. <laughs> like I had to stop the headphones and the music and be like, what What did he just say? Like, that's how I felt when I was listening to it. Because I was really listening to what he was saying. And he was saying something. So he's definitely one of the most underrated lyricists in the game. Oh, 100%. Fucking A. If you, like, I had to rewind the first minute and a half. I had to stop because I was in shock. He says some shit like, since, oh my god, he's like, from when Burning Man was way back, when, well, oh, since, oh, since when Burning Man was Blacks in Birmingham or some shit like that. And I was like, oh my god, what did, you, what? That's a bar? I was just like, <laughs> but it was just bar on top of bar, like that heavy, like with all of that, like cultural, like in historical reference shit. I was like, God damn. He was listing off artists and shit. Like, artists that most of y'all, honestly, the casual listener didn't even know what he was talking about. When he was saying, like, paint a picture like Harry James, he's the guy who just, his painting uh, that Diddy bought uh, for, like, $21 million or whatever. I believe we have a reaction and gallery of his on the website. Yes, we do. Harry James retrospective at the um, Met Brewer. So, if you don't know Harry James, definitely check that out on the site. Yeah, that was dope. Um, so that work basically is what Black Dot was referencing. And then he referenced Carrie Mae Weems, who's a photographer, who's legendary. But so he was just throwing in these like, ah, uh, this you know, bop bop, like people you should know. Like it's not Basquiat, you know, you don't know those fancy, you know. Like this is people living right now who are legends right now, who are artists. And I was like, oh, that's fresh. Like shouting them out. Okay, so, get some art raps. Yeah, yeah, that was fresh. I have not heard the entire thing yet. Well, I know only five tracks, but I got caught up with some some other stuff. But everything I've heard so far, expectedly fire. Uh, I mean, Black Thought I've <laughs> always known to be like one of the top lyricists out there, and this proves it. And yeah. and Ninth Wonder is it's just like the Ninth flex Wonder, freestyle right? extended. <laughs> it's like the flex freestyle with Ninth instead. And Ninth Wonder <laughs> is one of the greatest producers to ever do it. So I mean. If you love hip-hop, this is a project that doesn't make any sense to not check out, basically. Facts. Go check that out. But let's roll right back, right into... We have to talk about this rap album. We have to. What's that? J-Rock. J-Rock, TDE. J-Rock is back. Finally, people have been clamoring for his next album, uh... It's been long rumored to come out, and it finally came out. And not the best timing uh, yeah. <laughs> to drop, but I think he's got his, his own like strong enough lane that it doesn't really right. matter. It's not like ASAP where he still needs that kind of mainstream audience. And that's that what's has. weird. 
that's what's crazy is ASAP has like weak core friends because he I don't know J Rock's been doing it for longer technically. Yeah, a lot longer. So since yeah, a lot longer. He's been he he's the originator he started, from yeah. DD basically. Exactly. Um, I mean, he's had a bad run of it for people that don't know. Like basically, when he first came out, he was like at the tail end of that whole late nineties or two thousands gangster rap. Um, when that was starting to like die down and turn to like the Kanye's and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So when he first burst, he definitely caught that end, that wrong timing. Because he just right. did not come out. Like they just would not put him out because it just was not the type of music people were going for at that time. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of felt like he's been kind of searching for his sound in this day and age for like the past few albums. Yeah. Like, the last been project good, like but they haven't been like high quality production for sure. They just haven't been cohesive. They just always felt like something was missing compared to like his other label mates who weren't even mm. who were never traditional style rappers right. like he is. You know, it's almost like they're a little bit more on target. Like they have something in mind and they, they, the project feels more like conceptual or something. Yeah, more just out there. Like he's still more traditional style of music he's always put out. But this one by far feels like his most mainstream attempt. I don't even know if I'll say mainstream, but it, it has the most bangers out of any project Bro. he's put out, for sure. This shit slaps. Not only does it slap, the the hood tales he tells in this, like, once again, stories, people. If you can rap and you can put a cover, you can put a few stories in there, even if it's not long. If it's coming from your real life and shit, that shit just sounds hard. It's oh, he's always felt like the realest out of the group. Yeah, like, like I lived this life. Like, it was crazy. It was in the in the skits. It's hard for me to actually like skits and think they're placed well and shit. And this one had like it didn't even inconvenience me. It wasn't even as like like the interlude or whatever in before songs and shit. Basically, like, yes, tells. to me, it feels like. Kendrick had a huge influence on like his development over the last few years. Music. Yeah. Definitely. I think he watched what happened and then realized what a project could be. And like, oh, okay, I see how you did that with the project. Like that's different than I was, was thinking about him. I wasn't thinking about him that the way you told me you were thinking about it. Yeah. Now I'm th- gonna think about my project in that way. Like I think he was cause this shit. It's it's easy just front to back just don't stop. It, it feels like it feels like the chronic like it's not the chronic but like I mean if it, it takes me back to like when I felt that kind of music back in the day. What's your favorite track on here? Ooh, well I mean the singles are always bumping, but you know so those don't count technically. I, I don't I don't count singles. I would say I King's Dead would have had such a big impact if I didn't already hear it for so long yeah exactly um but at the same time i understand that having it on that project also made his name that much more recognizable to people and it pushed his like music more but at the same time if he well i think it was a good move it would have been so i don't know i don't even know if i would have put it on this album after that well it's a traditional rollout though so So. i think it i think it serves the purpose and it and it's great and I think King's Dead goes with the win, you know, because win is the other one. And that was a good, that was a good way to start the album, too. It ends to, like, the album. Bring us back. And it ends the album 
but like that's the single before the album drops was when yeah. so like they released that and that so that's like i think was a nice way to like bring it all together but i'm trying to think of my man i don't know the intro's hard intros are always hard like the bloodiest man like es tales with the intro at the front trooper man i mean the kendrick though what do you think about the wild freestyle they went in. It felt like, I mean, that they tried cold. to make it sound like when they were first coming up, and it felt like that, like when their little joint projects they used to have, yeah, they were back back and forth. So it kind of felt like that, which was dope. Mm-hmm. But my, did you watch J Rock? Actually, they released a um uh, a promo Road to video. Redemption. Yeah, the Road to Redemption. Yeah, that I was actually kind of cool. I liked that. Yeah, part one. Yeah, I really liked that because it, it, I had a lot of like footage of them. Like, so you got to see Little Kenny and like J Rock putting him on kind of shit, and like seeing so like you know he's an OG and like this project is like really important. You know, it felt like this was a really important project, and it felt like that's how they approached it. And I think he did his best job yet of like balancing his more traditional. Like hardcore style of rap, mm-hmm. and updating the sound to this right. like generation sound without it feeling forced. Like you don't hear any like trap beats or nothing shit like that. But it yeah, it has shit that feel. you want to actually you can hear on the radio, but still mm-hmm. like bump your car or at home and shit like that. And he still got those stories that he tells so much better mm-hmm. than everybody else. So mm-hmm. like ES tells one of my favorite songs off there. Like that shit is bro. So that shit hard. is flames. Like, ES Tales is my go-to, I think. I think that I just have to call that my, my favorite because I click on that one first now. That shit is like, that's like <laughs> some old, day, it's kind of got that old school West Coast rap vibe. Yeah, But it's bro, like modern like, and that shit's just like era shit, hard like, as shit. Like, hmm. like, that's like that gangster West that's Coast shit, but like shit, modern like, shit. Like, that shit was hard as fuck. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, Out of Sight, Out of Mind with J. Cole, hard as fuck. Cole's yeah, that was a surprise. Man, like, that was a surprise. I liked that though. No, it's crazy. J. Cole getting out here on some features. Yes. But with people he fucks with. Some good features, dog. He has great features. Like but like, rap like he'll do it with like rappers, like real rappers and shit. Like, no, for real, yeah. Like he's not just he's hopping not just hopping on like some like you know He's like, Oh, your album's about to be legendary? Yeah, I guess I could do a verse. I mean, like he's done a great job keeping the name out there because after Royce and then now you got this shit and like he does a Royce feature and a J-Rock feature. That's like two of the hardest, like two of the most introspective. For what it's amazing. worth, sounds like it's got like some like 90s R&B sample to it. That, that shit is crazy too. Like, Yeah. I mean, Tap Out feels like his first like legit club single. Yeah, that's like a, that one's. Like I won't be surprised if I hear this in the club. Tap Out. Yeah, no, honestly, that felt like. Yeah, that's definitely the club joint, for sure. Because, honestly, there's some lyrics in there. That's what I'm noticing in hip-hop. There's a lot of, like, there's a couple recycled things. Well, not even recycled, but, like, like something Cardi says, I I heard in a J-Rock, but it's not because she said it. It's just, like, the way it goes with a certain bop. Like, that's kind of, like, what you would say there. But, like, yeah, I don't know. It was cool. I mean, broke plus minus fire, like... This was oh man! I, I've always loved J Rock, especially his features, but I've never like fully loved an entire project he's done. No, this is the most I've and ever. This been is the most I've like been like 
yo, this shit. And it's long. It like it's not like, short. Damn, this shit is hard. There's a lot of tracks. But, I mean, honestly, for me, I'll just take out I mean, those. 13 a lot now? <laughs> I mean, compared to Is that, is that to just, a lot now? <laughs> I've been I've been getting I've been getting seven track albums for a few weeks now. Like 13 I mean, is not a lot, bro. <laughs> After these seven trackers, I don't think I can go past ten now. Like a lot is like eighteen or some shit like that. Like thirteen uh, is not that much, bro. Nah, I'm just fucking with you. Nah, it's not a lot. It's just I need to listen to it again and again. I like this is his best album by far. His best project yeah, yeah. since like Watts Finest. Hell yeah. I'm and honestly, TDE is they're putting out fucking hits like classics I think Everything seeing him on out. tour performing this shit will make a lot of people like recognize him and like be real fans after this yeah well cause like SZA blew up I think like everyone there if as long as they put out something but this is his best project though it's not even just what's going on with TV nah, it's his just best like shit, he bro. really did he really did his thing so I'm in I'm happy to see it though G man oh yeah um, Neo came out. Uh, good man. I, did, I skipped that. It's actually fire, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you like Neo, well, Neo's tight. Neo I mean, like, the thing is, Neo's one of the most. He's one of the first. Don't like, shit on him now because people writers. don't fuck with R and B like that nowadays. I mean, Neo's one of the. What do you mean? Nah, my my favorite album fucking that came out right now is that Georgia Smith. Okay, but that's not. The R&B, you know what I'm talking about. Like this, like, I know, I know, I know. R&B, bro. Definitely, yeah. That body, right there, that, 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 you know. It's that, that 2000s, mood. late 90s, like. Yeah. I mean, he was doing that hosting, like, TV acting, all that stuff. So, it kind of just felt like a music comeback. Like, it's, like oh, I want, it's I, good. I found time for that. an album now. It, it kind of feels like when Ludacris put out his last album. Nah. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Like, I didn't feel a rollout. Like, I was just like, oh, Neil got a new album. Mm. It's actually pretty good. Um, <laughs> it's not like a giant departure of what he normally does, but it's like more updated and shit for yeah. now. And it's like more island and like, there's definitely more international vibes, which is good because mm. his sprite gets way more sales overseas and of tours course. and shit than he does here nowadays. Oh, yeah. So it makes sense that it would be more internationally flared and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we'll just talk about Georgia Smith since you brought it up. But she's this is not a traditional R&B album. This is a neo soul slash R&B type of album, mm-hmm. and it's like a lane that Londoners and Englanders singers have been absolutely killing over the past Flaughtering few years. Slaughtering it, they own that shit. Um, they basically took it over from us. Basically, yeah. I mean, if you look at like Sam Flood, Sam Smith, like even other people like that, like they basically even Adele, you can put in there. Adele, basically just Lana Del Rey. taking over. Well, Lana is American, but well, but yeah, that's the only one we got, and she I, ain't putting out music. I basically, just taking over this lane and ran with it, and she's the next. She's for sure the next up to add that to that list because mm-hmm. Lost and Found is absolutely incredible. Like that shit's. I don't really know any other way to put it. This fucking album, bro. I wasn't. I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't. I, I mean, I heard her because everything I've heard from before was been like, damn, who is it this? was amazing. But, but to be like, I haven't felt this good about an R and B project since SZA came out last year. 
So basically a year ago. Okay. When I heard this, because it was like refreshing, and like the arrangement is very creative. It's not like it, traditional. It sounded similar to Solange's project, like in that style. Right. Definitely. Very thought there's, out. She gave me a lot of different vibes. Like, there's one song where I could I could hear like a almost Rihanna twang, but it wasn't it wasn't the anywhere close to how Rihanna would do it. But it just like is it the one or on your own one of them? Yeah, it was the one I think or on yeah, your on your own or the one I forgot. So I only heard it a couple times. But those two songs, I remember loving both of those songs. And be like, ooh, the one. I looked at my phone. I was like, the one. That shit is. That is the one. It's and, like some uh, real smooth, soulful shit, but it's still got like a pop vibe to it that maybe you mm-hmm. won't be like dancing crazy to and like jumping up down to, but you'll definitely be swaying to it and like definitely yeah. vibe into it heavily. And like was, for somebody, uh, she's like 22, 23. Yeah, because it's, kind of, it's kind of dark. It's almost like Young Weekend, but like, you know, like, but in a... Uh, but not in like the party way. Yeah, it's not party like, music. But just like in that dark but it's kind got of way. That pop vibe to it. Yeah. Where it didn't feel like even like some hip hop but it was still but, really some hip hop influences it to that. Bro, she thing. has some bars. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, like her poetry when she was like both freestyle, like she actually starts rapping on that shit. And, like, Dog, that shit was lit. That was lit. And the intro of Lost like, and Found, hey, Death the production definitely has like it sounds like almost like a hip hop sample in there. Yeah. You know what this reminded me of? Lauren Hill. Oh yeah, definitely. Because she had some acoustic. It was vibes. just her and the guitar vocals, and I re- it reminded me of Unplugged because she had to like, and I was like, ooh, that sounds so good. Like, because you could hear the the her fingers slide on the key on the on the strings, like was, so. That's how you know it's just her. But it, I mean, it's probably not her. It could be her. I don't know anything about her. So, but just the arrangement and the audio sounds great. Real strong Lauren Hill vibes with her, and from this project, mm-hmm. which is. Like, as good as a compliment as you can give somebody, like a young R&B artist, because Lauren Hill's, like, one project is still one of the greatest projects ever come out. Oh, yeah. And, like, the way she mixes everything, just like Lauren Hill did with, like, soul, R&B, hip-hop and shit, like, it feels like that. And then she, like, she's not just talking about, like, love, like, and the relationships and shit like that. Like, she's actually... Going like in deep thought about shit and like, yeah, she even talks about like society's problems and shit. Like, she talks about like, blue lights and shit like that. Like, she's talking about policing when she and did shit the, like, like that. The blue lights, lifeboats, oh like, she's talking about like how we treat each other and shit like that. But it's like actually like deep thought versus just like some shallow relationship shit. Like, yeah, when she did that cop song, that shit. I mean, it's not the cop song. I just interpreted it as when I mean, it's called Blue Lights, so I mean, yeah, so I mean, it's all about policing and shit. That was such a well done way to tackle the subject. Like, in terms of songs, because we could think of it, made me think about all the songs that have came out related to that topic and like how people do their renditions and stuff. And I was like, this just like, ah, it, it was just really well done. It was like really beautiful the way she was like putting it across was like because it was like the most recently this is america is is one type of um message 
that's similar in terms of like just gun violence and, and but like it wasn't specifically police but Eminem had a trash one on his album so there's just some people that have tried it and I'm like shit she did that really well I mean I listen to it from the back no skips and it just feels like <clears throat> as opposed to like Sampha and Sam Smith and all them and, mm-hmm. like you said it's not as bright like it's like listening to it like a desaturated music basically like the colors are more muted and nice shit like that. And like, yeah, at the end, I was like, am somber. I supposed to cry now? I was like, oh shit, this song is sad as fuck. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh shit. I can think about anybody that's dying. It might have been, not have been the last song, but it was like, it was yo. the last song. Okay. Yeah. I was like, this is a crazy way to end the album is to let's put me on edge. Like thinking about all my loved ones that I lost and them being like up above. Like, I'm like, shit, yo. It's definitely some emotional heavy shit and but not so heavy that it's not like you can't just vibe to it. Um Yeah, she doesn't make you cry. It's just like it's 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 soft enough, but she's like getting deep. Like she's getting into it. Voice is incredible and for this to be like her debut album it's like insane. And it kind yeah, of feels like runs. the same felt feeling I got listening to like Adele's first and like Sam Smith's first and like Mm-hmm. Uh, Sanford's first for sure. Like it's that same yeah. thing. Like damn, like these guys are fucking good, yo. Right. <laughs> As just like, that like slow gravel. You're just like, what is that? Like, and then, and then they can hit those high notes perfect and shit. And you're just like, oh my god. It's like they're just shitting. They took our genre and like they're shitting all over us. I'm just like, what are you doing? I'm not even mad at it because like her accent, like when she's rapping that shit, is actually dope on there. It's that's the only time I've like Never in a while that accent on like rap. Honestly, goes for well because it's she like hers isn't heavy though. No, nah. it, it it's like not super heavy. It's almost like spoken so. word, right? Definitely, I like that. So yeah, I love that project. I would give that project a five. I gave it a five. five. Thanks. Oh, I gave you it got a, five. a fiver. I did. Swag. So I mean. If you guys like Lauren Hill, you've been missing that kind of Lauren Hill type vibe. I highly suggest you listen to Georgia Smith, Lost and Found. You've heard it before on my Kendrick's Black Panther album, on Drake's More Life, and a few other features here and there. But she's been pretty even a touch of Aaliyah sparse about what she did and shit. But like, this is a must listen for sure. She's yeah. dope. As even fun. a dash of Aaliyah, y'all. Just that little bit, amazing. I don't want to put that pressure on it though. But I mean, I just said Lauren Hill, and I think Lauren Hill, well, okay, musically is well, more yeah. talented than Aaliyah. Sorry, Aaliyah Who? fans. I said Lauren Hill. Who's... I think is more musically more talented. Oh well, then Aaliyah. Aaliyah didn't play instruments exactly and her own arrangements and shit. So I mean, I'm fine with that. Some people won't be. <laughs> <laughs> no, they won't. Because they're not going to understand what we're talking about. I stand by what I said. (laughs) Well, all I have to say, just so this doesn't get twisted on me, is that Aaliyah and Lauryn Hill both have, for me, two of the most amazing albums of all time. Aaliyah is Aaliyah's, fire. Don't get me wrong. Aaliyah's self-titled album to me. I've, I've probably listened to them both equally, honestly. I've, except the other one doesn't come on the radio. Aaliyah's music doesn't get played. But CD-wise, when I had CDs, 
I was listening to both of those. Miseducation of Lauryn Hill is one of the greatest albums ever made from anybody. Influence, but think about it. Aaliyah influenced Drake and all these other niggas too. Aaliyah influenced Georgia Smith probably. She probably heard that. Like You don't think Lauryn Hill did? Come on, bro. Lauren Hill influenced Aaliyah, so I mean, like Lauren Hill's the the god the, the godmother, you know, she's like the queen of that shit. So I can't even put anybody in her. Camp. Anyways, I stand by exactly. Y'all heard what I said. I meant what I said, and I stand by what the fuck I just said. Just disregard this this part, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> nah, <laughs> get in your feelings if you want. I, I will say though. I personally feel like Georgia Smith's project put pressure on Tiana's project. But that's just me. Like, let's be real, though. Okay? Huh? I like the idea of Tiana. But musically, I don't even know what the fuck to expect from Tiana. But that's what I'm saying. And I don't know why people like, are so hyped about her outside of some shit here. Like, some Well, just because all we know is shit. that she's been... But musically, been you can't tell me she's had, like, a great output. I mean, it, this might just be the end of her, uh, you know, development. Her, her, her How long you need? How long you need? Hmm? I mean, for her, she needed like 15 years. <laughs> like, oh, that's all I'm saying. Like, like I, 10 I, years. I kind of like, understand, kitchen, but the, I don't really understand. In the oven, man. Because, yeah, like the idea of her is cool, but like. She just know. hasn't had anything to talk about musically, so I'm not really sure. But that's what I'm saying is that's the flagship. She's the last one, right? With Georgia Smith, you actually had something to expect from her musically, so like, I cannot make that comparison. Tiana's featured on something. Name it. Not the music video, but the song. I can't name it because I don't have my phone. Uh, okay. But like, yeah. I wanted to look it up. Look it up. I think she might be on a Kanye joint, dog, or something. It was from last year, a year ago. But I don't even remember it. But I saw her name. I, I feel like I totally saw her name. I think the thing she's like most famous for, basically, is being in Kanye's fade video. Well, as of right now, that's what she's most famous for. As of like before that, she was like Imani Shumpert's wife. Basically. Okay, and before that. She was one of those brats on, like, what was that? Uh, sweet 16. That 16-year-old, like... My super sweet 16. Yeah, she was on that shit, I think. I think she was one of those you're kids. You're just proving like, my point right now, so I'm not even really like, sure what like, you're trying So that's to what I'm saying. About. She came from that. She was basically a child star off of some the reality The last TV single shit. she had was, like, 2014. Oh, that was a minute ago, yeah. Yeah. So. What about features? She had a feature last year? Uh, Meek Mill. Oh, see? Made it from nothing, but I don't remember her on there. Do you? Oh, see? It was on, I knew it was on something I had to listen there? to. Because I don't. I don't, but I'm just saying. I told you I saw her name. I told you I saw her name. I said, I don't remember the song, but I I saw her name. You can't like, even <laughs> say, like, see? Like, you don't even remember all the goddamn song. Like... <laughs> Ah, uh, but hey, she featured us up. I don't nah. know. I don't know what. I don't remember what she sounded like. Maybe it was good. I didn't. I mean, she's more me, famous so as like, like a personality and shit than an artist. That's all I'm saying. That's my own point. But we'll see. Honestly, yeah, we're about to find I'm out gonna, in a week. Yeah. So, 
right? She gonna let the music talk. <laughs> okay. She the music. I've been doing a lot of talking since, but we'll see. All I gotta say is, if it doesn't work, it's not gonna work. <laughs> so it's a lot riding on this debut. It's, technically, so, it's not a debut. She had an album in 2014. That's why I'm saying. That's why I did the that air nobody <laughs> listened to. Yeah, that's why there's air quotes on that one. Because yeah, <laughs> I just don't get the hype. That's all I'm saying. I don't get why people are so hyped for it. I don't know, man. There might be behind the scenes. She might have ghostwritten some shit that we don't know about. Sure. Well, whatever you, whatever you, uh, you know. She might be doing reference tracks. Though. She might be out here. We just don't know. Like Neo was. <laughs> she might be Neo in it. Everybody up knew Neo was writing for people. Like that was But ne- before Neo wrote his own singles, before he came out with singles, he was in the industry for like five years. And that's why like people writing. knew him. Like, oh, he was the writer for uh, writer for that? Okay. Nah, no, people didn't know him. Yes, they did, bro. Nah. Not like that. Anyways, that's it for the music that just came out. I'm done talking about Tanya. I'll tell you, I don't want to keep talking about her. She has her get her resume up, and then we'll talk longer. Um, <laughs> you need more stats, homie. Like, <laughs> so uh, the music has not stopped, and it will not stop nope. this summer. Um, this is an onslaught. It's a it's ridiculous crazy. onslaught. Oh, I forgot to ask you. Do you think Drake pushed his album back? Yeah. Wasn't it supposed to come out in July? Now it's coming out August 29th? No. Drake's album's coming out this month. No? Yeah. Is it? It's coming out June 29th. He's not pushing it back. I think it was still June, but I think he wanted to put I think he wanted to put it out like now, like this week. It's June? Like, yeah. Okay. Alright. All right. It's gonna come out in two weeks, but I, I think was, he wanted thought, it to come out now. It, for some reason I thought it was August 29th. I don't remember. No, that was Nicki Minaj. Oh, okay. Nicki Minaj was, hers was supposed to come out in July, and then she pushed it to August. So I got two weeks, Drake. Quit running, dog. We're going to see. That's why I did the Degrassi fucking. <laughs> Whatever. He's, he's rolling Corn out. Goofy, he's rolling out. Right Cornball. Young, best life in this man of pass. So <laughs> dropping this week. Obviously, Nas finally out on title. Hopefully, on the other shit soon. Nazir, Kanye produced album. J-Rock Redemption just dropped today. Definitely, definitely check that out. Fire. Nicki Minaj was supposed to come out today, but she ran from <laughs> she ran from the onslaught, dog. She ran, she ran from the onslaught. So she's not coming out today. Mike Shinoda um, of was it Lincoln Park fame? Don't remember. Fort Minor, maybe. Sounds from Mad for his his name's really familiar. I just don't remember. I want to say Fort Minor. No, nope, it was right. Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. You were right the first time. I was right the first time. Uh, he has a solo <laughs> album that just dropped mm. called Post Traumatic. Uh, Chromeo, the electronic duo, mm-hmm. EDM duo, Head Over Hills. And the album cover is actually them in heels and Daisy Duke shorts. So if you oh, see that, I run it. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Christina Aguilera. Oh yeah, she was doing a rollout with her album Liberation. Also has a Kanye West produced track on there. Mm. <clears throat> mm. Uh, let me see. Okay. Let me see. Sophie. Mm. 
pop so artist, cool. eclectic like thing, almost a European pop artist. Oil of Every Pearl's Uninsides, a very strange name, but she's a strange artist, so All right. that's coming out also. Let it rock. Day. <laughs> and next week, June 22nd, Panic at the Disco is coming back again. Uh, Pray for the Wicked. Tayana Taylor. I don't know the name of it yet. I don't think she has named it. Well, Kanye hasn't screenshotted the whiteboard yet with the <laughs> with the album titles okay. listed. Um, Nine Inch Nails, Bad Witch. Mm. Oh, there's Rexa. some fire rock coming out. Expectations, Kamasi Washington, Blue Jazz, Heaven and Earth. Mm. Okay. Daz uh, has come out with the album called Passwords. Yeah, that's it. But that's a lot, actually, um, coming out yeah, still is... over the next two weeks. This summer is absolutely chock full of music. It's almost ridiculous, yeah. impossible to keep up with everything. But we'll do our best to point out the shit that you should be listening to. Next week, we are doing a our top 20 of the year so far. Ooh. So get your last list ready because I'm about to body you on it. It's gonna be. Stop it. I'm just gonna let you guys know it's gonna be incredibly fucking difficult this year for me to do a twenty. There's twenty albums of the year so far. It's gonna be even harder to do it of the entire year, but of the last six months because it's basically so much shit just came through, out. It's going to be really, 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 really hard list. So I have to have a top five to and make. a top ten. They're gonna top be the in twenty. So I know, but they gotta them. be in order. Yeah, you gotta give your order. Be... Ah, okay. You gotta give your order. I'll give my order, and then we will combine to make Oof. an official "Living Life Fearless" top twenty albums of the year so far list, and we'll post it. So, for those of you listening, if you want, get your list together and you know compare and see what you uh, what you think, what you don't agree with, and yeah. So look forward to that. Definitely. Like I said, I'm definitely about to body this kid. Uh, oh my god, this guy. Because I got some shit I know he hasn't even heard, so. You heard this guy? Definitely check in. Oh, he doesn't know. I got some sleepers. He just doesn't, he, he doesn't listen to some of these sleepers out here. Just some people out here. Nah. Dropping some amazing shit. So, thank you for listening. As always, if you have any questions, comments, topic suggestions about this show, past shows, or any future shows, you can do that down below. Uh, in the comment section, you can email us at podcast at living life fearless. That's living life fearless. <laughs> Let me restart that again. You can email us at podcast at living life fearless.co or you can go to living life fearless.co slash podcast and fill out the form. And maybe you'll get a shout out in one of our future shows. Um, this is up on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, wherever, wherever you listen to your podcast except for Spotify, you will find us there. So subscribe, share us, give it a like. It helps us greatly. Um, Oh, let me uh, grab this real quick. Talk to the people, Dries. Oh, word. Well, shit. I mean, music files, y'all. There's been so much shit popping. I'm glad the Drake beef is over. It was kind of 
too consuming. What y'all think about that shit, though? Please comment about how you feel that beef went down. How do you feel about Kanye producing all this shit? Does that matter to you at all? And get ready for this fire. I don't know if y'all know. So, they finally came. But we got gear. Our new joint hats. The Rebel Dad hats. Rebel Dad hats. Volume 2. As you can see, they've been updated. Mm Mm-hmm. See, do I got volume one sitting around? Yeah. So, unfortunately for y'all, this is sold out, and those are about to be sold out because they they're going move. fast. Uh, we already sold about half of them in the last week. Yeah. You have until the end of this weekend to order them now for thirty percent off. So, like seventeen dollars. Um, get them now before they are sold out. Because they are fire. Yeah. That shit's flames. And we're going to have access on here soon. So we can talk about the ads collab. We got some new singles. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Check us out next week. Yo. Peace. Living life fearless. Music files.